Hello everyone and welcome to Agala's Current Affairs, a marine science podcast set in Southern Africa with me as one of your hosts, Dr. Yanis Kisten of Kikoskwi Media, alongside Dr. Nelson Miranda of Argonaut Science. And today we are talking about topics of diversity, isn't it? It's Indeed. a hot topic, Indeed. isn't it? Diversity. Yeah, in, in, in many different connotations. Mm. Uh, I suppose you, you had... Uh, connotation in your head when you had that term, but when you talk, when it comes to biology, diversity, um, it's kind of similar to other connotations, but it's for us it's very quantifiable. It it means certain things in a lot of different terms um, and definitions and kind of ideas um, that a biologist, biologist might think about when they think of diversity and biodiversity. Yeah, and all of those ideas are actually based on something that we spoke about in our previous uh, episode, the the you know the very important unit of biology called the species. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, well, definitely for for ecology, I suppose <laughs> that's the basic unit because we also talked in another episode about DNA, which is even there's <laughs> a unit below that. Um, but when it comes to you know, one functional form of, of ecology and animals and plants and fungi and stuff living together. That is a species, but species don't exist by themselves. Like they're not an island that kind of exists on their own. And even like in some of the most treacherous and uh, very hardy places on the planet, you're going to have multiple species living there. Um, probably bacteria when it comes to like very very terrible environments like volcanoes and like the Antarctic and the Arctic Um, but we're going to be discussing like when you put those organisms and plants and animals together what are the kind of terms terminology and kind of what it means from a quantifiable way and how we do science um, on those things, in biology and biodiversity in particular. Yeah, so so it's like species number. Number of species is the simple number of each species that you find in a, in a place. And now species, say, species A will have an abundance of 10 individuals, species B will have an abundance of 100 individuals, the next species will have abundance of eight million individuals and that's what we're talking about when we talk about species abundance so on the other hand when you do talk about the number of different species um then we are talking about something called species richness so that that's the term if you hear species richness that's just the total number of species that might exist in a particular whatever area or ecosystem that you're counting um and when you put those two things together that's when, where the term biodiversity comes from, or species diversity. Um, so when we talk about, in, in jargon terms, when a species diversity, it is both how many different species there are and the numbers within each species. In total. Yeah, the numbers of individual organisms within the individual living organisms within each species. And together, yeah. that's that's an index. We, we index means an indication. We actually can calculate, um, you know, uh, taking both of those variables, 
and then the mathematics comes in and sometimes the confusion <laughs> comes in as well but yeah, you can we, we, you can we calculate too deep a, a indication <laughs> we can actually measure but yeah. you know it's about measurement you know measurement is why we yeah, are yeah. going into the different things um it's a very complex statistical model um, yeah it can be yeah, complex anything about a like a Shannon Wiener model or something like that. Yeah. That's what species diversity is, is referring to. That's one of the indices, one of many. <laughs> <laughs> but that's one of the common so, ones in bi biology, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So when you, when you talk about like diversity and of the number of species, the abundance and the different species that we are, that might inhabit the area, there's also two other, now it's getting complicated again, and two other uh, different indices. Well, not necessarily indices, because those are, those are the terms that we use like when we're counting stuff, right, and calculating. Uh, but also you can talk about in general terms of if there's a lot of a certain specific organism together, we call that a population, right? And different populations kind of like living together that we call like a community. So if you're talking about, um, if a scientist is talking about one specific organism or animal or plant, whatever, in an area, and they talk about a population, that's what they mean by population, right? Whereas a community, um, it's kind of like a community of different people living together, but it's different species um, yeah. and different populations within that species. Yeah, it's, area. it's definitely uh, very area specific, you know, because um, usually the populations are also, um, you know, they are, sometimes it's an arbitrary sort of um, definition where you say, okay, it's the population within a certain area that we decided as the scientist or we decided as the human being, that's the area, that's a population that belongs in that area. But uh, sometimes it also has to do with whether different groups of the same species actually interact with each other, you know, the degree to which they interact with each other. Um, so if they are far away from each other, if they are separate, we, and there's a big you know, barrier in between, usually we tend to call that those two different populations. Even though now and again there might be a little bit of a link, um, we like to maybe separate those two. And again, it has to do with the application of biodiversity, isn't it? Because it might be important to make a distinction between a group of organisms from the same species living in area A and another group living in another area, right? For sure, it's, it's like, you know, we said in our previous episode, like we are, there's somebody has to like, draw a, a, a list, like a line in the sand as to what you're talking about right so sometimes like a lot of animals will also be like moving between ecosystems and moving between regions and like interbreeding and stuff um so obviously like in a whole you know the most zoomed out level this it's very difficult to to kind of delineate um when you talk about a community exactly where the community fits so you kind of have to like arbitrarily draw a line in the sand and be like, okay, this is where this community of, of whatever um, yeah. eco ecosystem or, or fish community or plant community, whatever it is. So yeah. it is arbitrary, but also 
it's a term we have to do when we when we're quantifying things and trying to figure out like what is there and how much is there because that's very important um for stuff we'll we'll talk about later in this episode but yeah. before we get into why we do all that counting and things um because we could kind of like jump straight into <laughs> all the terminology um and we'll get to why we do all of that but also like you would have learned probably in like high school maybe in primary school about something called like a food web or a food chain and that's different from what a community is because a community will be kind of all of the of that organism or plant or animal wherever living together but a food web is generally what's like kind of eating each other right so it might look similar uh but a food web is going to be more an indication of okay this animal is being this kind of plant is being eaten by that animal that animals will be eaten by that plant and you kind of get this kind of web of yeah. of what's eating each other and like yeah. we spoke about you know i think in the previous episode but like some things can like like cannibalize and eat themselves but they are different stages in their lives so it makes it very complicated but i think it's important to like delineate um you generally don't get like a food chain where it's like one um like you know like one line of things like generally when you get something like that you mean something is very wrong or you're in a very like um very harsh environment naturally um but it is that is separate from what a community is yeah and we're talking when we're talking about food chains and food webs it's in the name we're talking about food what eats what yeah. and the relationship you know is something eating or being eaten you know that's the, and you need to understand that because food is also life isn't it and again we're measuring these things and we'll reveal why we're measuring these things or why we might be measuring these things and now also it's it's worth mentioning that uh, you know sometimes uh, we can only measure what's practical to me, to to measure you know this also may influence uh you know how we make distinctions between different populations or between different um stages in the food web um a lot of the linear food webs that we measure sometimes is because we didn't detect any other organisms around that are also maybe part of that uh food web and then we think it's just a, a simple food chain so it's possible that we miss things sometimes uh, when we are measuring mm-hmm. So I think that like talking about food I think is actually a good <laughs> a segue into why it's important to actually count all these things because one of the important things about why you would want to even look at a, a food chain or a food web or a community or a population is that you might want to use that for food it might be a particular resource like let's say like a fish or like um that you harvesting berries yeah. or whatever from from a particular area um so keeping track and knowing like what your impact is on that population or the community or that ecosystem um is very important and it leads to why we we need to count these sort of things and do surveys and figure out what the community is like looking like right now because generally us human beings have an impact um on these on these ecosystem one because we need them for something like um harvesting resources or we having an impact on them like maybe polluting 
um, the environment. So ecosystem services that they provide to us um, is probably the main reason why we would want to kind of identify and count um, the different number of species, how many there is left. Um, this is a very important thing in like fisheries science because fisheries I think is one of the things that's very difficult to like keep an eye on so we have to like use modeling but it still means we have to go out and collect data all the time on these catches so that we can kind of plot out how much of these fishes are left so that you know yeah. governmental management can decide whether okay we need to close this fishery now because we've over harvested yeah yeah we all as human beings we are interested in healthy food and in a healthy environment you know and those two go together because healthy food comes from healthy environments isn't it that's why uh, we may want to find out what's eating what so we know what the basis is you know that we should be protecting so that the next layer the next organism that eats that is protected so that then the next one organism uh, like might be something that we eat ourselves and we depend on it for our livelihood so you see it's very important for us to understand that um, and the only way we're going to understand it is to measure it uh, really and that's what we can show that you know, it's a measurable thing and if I measure it I get this, a similar result than if the next person measures it then we know that we're close to reality and uh, so we can all agree, uh, you know, on the same measurement. And if we all agree on a measurement and we want things to change, they can, the changes can be based on that measurement. So I measure the number of fish. I see the number of fish are declining. What do I want? I want more fish. <laughs> I want maybe double the fish of what I measured before. At least we have a benchmark. Uh, why? Because we measure the number of us. You know, we are in this. We are the human species. <laughs> you know, we part of that. We part of that web. You know. Yeah. Um, and then we, we do we, do a census every now and then. We do do a census, and you see, if we then measure all of that, we understand the connections. We start to understand the flow of the food, the flow of the energy, uh, and then we see that's all linked to the backdrop of this uh, diversity. No, so a, a food chain, right? For example, might be a, a very low diversity, you know, system. Whereas a food web, it's more likely to be a very high diversity system. And uh, and then we need to understand like which which systems, which biodiversity systems might be uh, more favorable uh, for a healthy ecosystem, for a healthy environment. For a healthy, you know, lifestyle for us as humans. So really, mm. we're taking care of ourselves when we measure and pay attention to the environment around us and to the diversity of yes. life around us. For sure, and and tracking that that change is something that's also important because when we are kind of having impacts um, or even natural impacts on. Um, ecosystems, we've got to figure out whether, you know, they can actually withstand any change, whether they can kind of like bounce back from disturbances. So that's where ecosystem resistance and like resilience comes in. It's like, it's, uh, it's important to make the distinction between when something is resistant to changes or when something is resilient once a change occurs. 
and uh, you know has its impact so in other words resilience is more about bouncing back you know <laughs> not so much resisting the change but going along with it and then bouncing back whereas resistance is more about not allowing the change to to, to affect you you know so when it comes to to yeah we'll we'll do maybe an episode on ecosystems uh, you know directly and what how ecosystems yeah. are important for us and what sort of services they are providing for us for sure, um, sure. I'm going to link but, down in the description uh, a paper that you sent me Nelson hmm. um, from frontiers for young minds frontiers for young, frontiers minds. For young minds I really like this journal, guys. I think we should all be reading this journal. Why? Because this journal is edited by kids. <laughs> and kids know That's what's going on. This Kids really know what's going on. And when they are the editors, they don't take any nonsense. They ask us scientists to keep it simple and uh, to explain things plainly. So I really like this paper that's in the link. Uh, it's entitled Protecting Our Oceans and Why the Definition of Biodiversity Matters. So basically, there are, there are examples of different takes or perspectives on biodiversity. And each of these perspectives is really important because it tells a different story so that we may understand what may, going, may be going on in an ecosystem. You know? And why would we want to do that? Because we're interested in protecting the ecosystem, conserving it, we're interested in uh, an ecosystem that continues to function so that uh, health is maintained, so that we are healthy as well. For sure. And I'll link that paper in, in the description. I think we'll, we'll talk about it maybe in a bit more detail in our ecosystem episode. But I think that was a good uh, little dipping our toes into what biodiversity actually means and some of the relative terms people might come come across um, in the context of, of biodiversity. If you, if you missed out on any terms, I think you can let us know on, on Twitter at Agalis Current or at Agalis Current Affairs and other platforms. Or, or you can tweet at me if you're particularly angry at Kikoskabi. What about you, Nelson? <laughs> Uh, they can also find Argonaut Science in the webs. We are present in most different forms of social media. And um, yeah, stay, stay uh, resilient. In other words, if there's more, <laughs> of, uh, more biodiversity, there's more chances you can bounce back. Isn't that so? Exactly. Yeah, it's a good good tagline. Stay resilient. Stay resilient. Otherwise, otherwise cheers. <laughs> cheers from my side too. <laughs>